0: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to episode three. My name is Jessie, your beauty mentor. And today's beauty talk is going to be a lot about self-worth and pretty much setting a standard for your life. And I think I'm going to have a little special message for the moms out there because let me give you a little backstory. So today's Monday. This weekend was our annual company convention. And we just came off of a full weekend of events that were so inspiring and uplifting. And I don't want to say motivational, but putting yourself in the right mindset and in the right perspective so that that motivation does not fade. Because motivation is an emotion. You need to be determined and you need to be convicted that you want to do something, achieve something, be something in order for you to keep going. Because let's face it, motivation dims away and... It's what you're going to do when that motivation really goes away, when you're having a slumpy day, and that's exactly what I want to talk about. So the most impactful speaker that I heard of this weekend, let me tell you, we heard from so many incredible leaders, but the number one is Ed Milet, and I want to share with you guys a few key points and takeaways that I had from what he shared with us, and let me tell you guys, I've always loved Ed Milet. You Everyone needs to check out his podcast and follow him, and you know, consume his content. It is very uplifting. It's very positive, and it's just his his values just align with mine so 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 much. He mentioned family so much. He mentioned God so much, and he's just not ashamed of it. He's just straightforward. And the main thing I want to talk about today, which is going to be a very informal chat, I'm basically giving you guys the download of what he shared. And upfront, I want to let you guys know if, I'm not sure if I have the full recording, but I'm going to find a way to get that. And if you want to listen to it, I feel like everyone needs to listen to this. So if you want to contact me, I will find a way to get that in your hands because it, it will change the way you see absolutely everything. So the one thing that I want to talk about mostly is what he explained as thermostat setting that you set for your life. And I have heard this before, but I've heard it in the way of the the income level you're comfortable at, so that's your thermostat. That's basically the, the way I've heard it being referenced to before. So when you're falling like lower, that's when you kick in again to get yourself back at that thermostat. And then when you go to above is when you sit back and you let it fall back down to that default thermostat. But the way he referenced it, for me, made it go just so much deeper and just it it shed a whole new light. He basically... The thermostat level that you set, the thermostat setting, it's your worth and what you believe you deserve. So he, he really hit the nail on it and approached it as a self-worth concept. So he explained that in life, we have waves just like the ocean where we have highs and we're going to ride the wave and there's going to be times in life where you have an extreme high. But what happens after that high is mother nature and life has an undertow after the wave it pulls you back in and you don't you feel like you were at an all time high and all of a sudden you come crashing down and that's just what happens with waves and that's what happens in our life and honestly if it wasn't those fluctuations if we didn't have those challenges life would not be life we wouldn't have anything to learn we wouldn't have any lessons to grab onto. you know we learn from our failures and just that natural undertow of life but what happens with that undertow is the actions you decide to take are you going to keep swimming are you just going to let it take you or are you going to give up? Because majority of the people, once they hit that high and they hit, then they hit that undertow, they throw in the towel. And that's the difference between the successful and those who are unsuccessful because they've chosen to give up. An, it is a choice. So he says when that undertow kicks in, it's time for you to swim, hard, swim harder because after every wave and every undertow, you're closer and closer to the shore and the shore is your goal. Now, what does that have to do with the thermostat? Let me explain to you. So your thermostat level is the quality of life you're going to have, how happy you're going to be, how your finances are going to be, how much of a savings account you're going to build for yourself. They read the quality of the relationships you're going to have, everything in your life, you have a standard for and that is your thermostat setting. So what happens when you have your thermostat setting let's say at a 75 and some kind of experience happens if that thermostat is low, If it's on the lower end, if your self-worth is low, you're going to believe that things that happen to you are not happening for you. You're going to think it's happening to me because I'm not worthy enough. I don't deserve that. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't good enough. Maybe there's somebody out there better. You get the gist of what I'm saying. So you're not not going to kickstart. You're not going to have your AC running to be able to level up and hit this high capacity because you don't feel you're worthy of it. So you're going to create your own artificial undertow you're gonna see it as an undertow and you're basically going to not rev into high gear to be able to make anything happen. Because let's say, for example, that was that you got fired from your job. If your thermostat setting is low, you're going to think that you weren't good enough for that job. There's somebody out there that can do it better. That's why they got rid of me. I'm not good enough. Now what do I do? Now if that thermostat setting wasn't at a 75, which is low, let's say that thermostat setting was at 100 degrees, you're going to realize I got fired from this job because there's something out there better for me. I deserve better. This happened for me, not to me. Now um, another opportunity is going to be able to open up. And I will be able to take that because I deserve more. And I know there's more out there for me. So you see the difference in the perspective and that's all in, it all comes down to the thermostat setting that that person has set for their life because the same situation two people see it in total different ways. And that is because it all comes down to what they believe they're worthy of and where they are going. Another thing that he said is amazing. He compared it to religion. He said, imagine in your faith, Let's say in your faith you are at 60 degrees. Let's say that's the level of commitment that you have in your faith and that's how you show up with your faith at 60 degrees. But you decide to go every single day to a Bible study, a Bible club, and you surround yourself with people who are 120 degrees and 120 degrees committed into their faith. And you are close to the fire. This is the heat. They are the fire. You stay close to the fire. That fire will eventually rub off on you. And not just because you're around it, but because you're involved in it, you are reading every day, you're committed to your faith, you're showing up, and your worth eventually in that area of your life, it's going to get hotter. So the way for you to be able to increase your self-worth, for you to be able to believe that more is possible, is you need to be close to the fire. You need to stay warm, close to the fire, and it will rub off on you, and that thermostat setting that you have for yourself will inevitably raise another amazing point of this thermostat is that you need to be in the right place in order for you to be able to thrive at the level that you want to so for example let's say you have a belief that you are going to be this great you're going to be this amazing you're going to be able to achieve this i'm going to be able to help x amount of people i'm going to be able to do great things your internal temperature crap it's at 180 degrees but what if you are in the place, let's say you are in the job, let's say you are in the area of your life and your belief that only gives you the ability to achieve 80 degrees. And this happened to me because I, I all of a sudden had this bigger vision for my life of all these things that I wanted to do. And it was always there, but not, when I had that clear vision, I realized that what I was doing was not going to give me the ability to get there. So I had an internal 180-degree fire to be able to do more and be more. But what I was doing daily in my life, the job that I was working, the people that I was hanging out with, the habits that I had developed, because habits could be good or bad, they only were giving me the capacity of a 75-degree life. So are you in the place where you're able to live out? Do you have the opportunity to live out an 180 degree life? Not only do you have to be able to have the self-worth to know that you are worth it and to know that that is your setting, that is your standard, this is what I'm going for, but are you doing the things and are you in the place? Do you have the opportunity that's going to be able to let you excel there and actually reach it? You have to have not only the opportunity, but the will to change it and have set that standard for yourself pretty much. So this whole perspective of the thermostat setting for me was completely different. I love the way that he put it because it's just so true. And you can check yourself every day and be like, where is my thermostat setting set at today? And I hope you want to have a hot day here in Miami. It's always hot. So I want to level up and match the thermostat setting on my environment. But basically, his whole thermostat setting approach is amazing. It's not about how you kick into gear. It's more about your self-worth and what you believe you deserve and what your standard is and what you accept and that's basically how you're going to things that happen to you you're going to realize why they're happening and like no it's not happening to me it's happening for me because I'm worthy and I know that on to the next thing the next thing's going to be better this door is closing but a better one is opening so his whole approach I absolutely love it and I'm going to be asking myself every day what's my thermostat setting at today how am I showing up today so it's about your self-worth it's about staying close to the fire, those who are successful and those who literally fire you up so that they can rub off on you pretty much. And you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. That is so, so, so true. Whether it's good or bad, it's, it's going to be a part of you. So make sure you're staying close to the fire and the fire is hot. The fire is hot so you can raise your temperature. And the third one was you have to be in the right place in order for you to maximize that temperature and be able to fulfill that temperature because you can't be at 180 degrees, but then you're showing up to a 50 degree job that only lets you reach so far. You know what I mean? So that's, that's just one example. But another thing I wanted to touch on, I mean, I want to leave this podcast very short and sweet. That's the main thing I wanted to talk about, the thermostat. And the thermostat was just like one out of 20 things that this guy talked about, which was amazing. But I want to share one more thing, and this is going to be specifically... For my moms, so this is the example he gave for you to picture it, but then I want to really, I hope the point hits home for you because a lot of times people are like, eh, why, eh, why, eh, whatever. If you're a mom, think of this. When your kid's at a soccer game or your kid's at a dance recital, who's the kid that you're focused on? It's your kid that you're focused on. Yeah, you see all the other kids, but the one that your eye goes straight to is your kid. So, your kid is your everything. That's your baby. They're yours. Flip the script for a second. Flip the script for a second because you could even have multiple children. But when you flip the script, your child only has you. You are their only mom. They see you. They see every move you make. They see every word you say. This is the way that he worded it and it it hit the soul. You are your child's mirror of opportunity. And what he meant by that was, whatever you do, because they're not going to say it, but they are sure watching you, even even before they could even speak it. Eventually, they are going to speak up. But while they're kids, you are your child's window of opportunity. What they see you doing, what they see you striving for, how they see you showing up, how they see your attitude, how they see your happiness. So your level of your thermostat. You're setting the standard of your child's thermostat. What do you want that standard to be? And not only that, think of it this way. You know all that negative self-talk that we're constantly telling ourselves? Oh, we try to talk to ourselves out of doing so many amazing things that we know we would be great at, but we end up talking ourselves out of it because, oh, I'm not good enough for it. There might be someone better. Why should I do that? A big one. Why should I do it? There's already a hundred other people doing it. Well, guess what? Nobody's going to do it like you because no one is you. And I know this little quote is super cliche and overused. No one is you, and that is your superpower, but to be honest, that is the truest, truest, truest thing, nobody but you. not only that. Flip the script again if you're telling yourself you're not worthy you number one, you wouldn't talk to anybody else like that, but more than anything, would you talk to your child that way? Would you tell your child no you you shouldn't don't dream of being don't dream of being a, a pilot, don't dream of being a doctor, you're not smart enough for that. If you wouldn't tell them that, then why would you tell yourself that? And the whole thing of you being the window of their opportunity is because you need to lead them by example. Because only for so long are you going to be able to get away with telling them you can achieve anything, you can do anything, you can be happy. And I say this from experience because if you have your parents telling you that since you're a kid, you're going to believe it. Who are you going to believe it? Because you... you, you Your mom is everything to you and your your father is everything to you. And when they tell you these things, you truly believe it. They're instilling this confidence in you. But there comes an age where you can actually look at them and be like, wait, but why didn't you do it? You don't want to be that person. I mean, your child's always going to love you, but you want to make them proud and you want to set the standard for them. I mean, me personally... I want the best that I can ever do for my daughters. I want them to dream higher. I want my ceiling to be their floor. I want them to be able to know that anything is possible and that as long as you work very, very hard, it's not going to fall from the sky. Nobody's going to feed it to you. If you work extremely hard and you go for it and you put that grit in day out, day in, day out, you are resilient. You do not give up. Listen, the person who gets to the top of the mountain is the one who did not stop climbing. It doesn't matter how long it took doesn't matter how much sweat, blood, sweat, and tears it took. The one who gets to the top of the mountain is the one who does not stop climbing. And I want my daughters to know that from me living it out, not from me telling them. There was another quote we heard from John Maxwell. And he says, your talk talks and your walk walks. But I I don't know how it went. I might put it in the show notes. But he said, your walk talks more than your talk talks. Something like that. The guy is phenomenal and he worded it in a way that was just so like, wow, like, yeah, people do listen to you and people see what you do, but the the actions you take within what you say is just a lot more powerful than what you're just going to sit there and say. So take that as how you approach parenting and your children and like I've always said a hundred times I've become obsessed with personal development not only because it makes me better but it makes me show up better in different areas of my life and I know this was kind of an informal episode more of a chat and like I said I'm sure Ed Milet said all of this a lot better but I'm seeing it from my perspective and my takeaways and these are only a couple of little points of what he shared but it was just so 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 incredible Oh my God, his was the most powerful. I've already watched it three times. I have it on this app and I'm really trying to find a way to save it forever because it's something that I'm really going to want to listen back to and, you know, reground myself. And if you want the link to it, I'll find a way to send it to you so you can listen to this. It is a life-changing, the most life-changing 45 minutes I have ever, ever, ever heard And once you hear that, there's literally no excuse in the book, no excuse as to why you can't show up, why you shouldn't show up, because if you're not going to do it for you, I'm sure you'll do it for your kids. And if it's not your kids, I know it's someone out there you're going to do it for. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, send it to a friend, send them the direct link, or you can just take a little screenshot, share it on social media and tag me. I'm actually going to be logging who shares what because I'm looking to start some giveaways and some fun things. But anyways, guys, I love and appreciate every single one of you. I hope this episode was helpful for you and it makes sense. I was just blabbing. And this one, I was honestly just talking from the heart and sharing because we had... Such a powerful and incredible weekend. I I honestly didn't want this weekend to end. It was just so amazing. And I can't wait for our convention next year. It's going to be that much more powerful. And Ed going to be back. But this time it's going to be in person. I can't, 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 can't wait. My heart is so full. My heart is so grateful of the amazing, impactful weekend we had. But anyways, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day. God bless you all. And I'll talk to you all next week what's up everyone welcome to episode four i am jesse your beauty mentor and today's beauty talk is not going to be so beauty (laughs) it's actually going to be more practical it might be a short one but it's something that i recently learned and i really want to share with you guys but more importantly it's going to be short but then you're going to have to take some action because knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. Unless you do something with it, then we all know it's good for nothing. So I want to talk to you guys about the concept of a power list, which is what I recently learned. So I got this concept from the real AF, MF CEO I don't know, whatever you know him as, Andy Frasella. It's this whole concept of having a to-do list, but it's a total twist on a to-do list and it's actually pretty cool. I started it today, so I'm going to kind of invite you guys to do the same thing learn through this and then we're gonna do one together so the concept of a power list is a twist on a to-do list because they are things that you avoid doing so a lot of times we know we have certain things that we need to get done but we have little avoidance behaviors that we kind of do Um, mine for sure is cleaning and vacuuming I'll know I have to you know plan a call plan a podcast plan this and I end up cleaning the toilet somehow and vacuuming my house a hundred times because there's hair on the floor you know what I mean when I know I should And be vacuuming, like I'm gonna start earning my right to vacuum. Like, unless I don't get this done, you ain't vacuuming the floor. And I know it bothers me because I have white floor and I my hair falls, and you know, yeah, it's a total mess. But you know what I mean. We have certain avoidance behaviors and little things that we do that pretty much distract us. That is what they are distracting us from doing what really needs to get done. So when you make a power list, it's not making a to-do list for the day because. I was sharing this with my team this morning. We were doing a power hour and I was like, all right, so I know I wake up and I drink my greens. That's not gonna be on my power list even though it's something that I do need to do, but that's already a habit. So that's not gonna be on my power list. Your power list is gonna be things on your to-do list that you avoid. And we're gonna wanna keep it at a minimum of three things because you wanna do three things that stretch you and then a maximum of five. Because if you have too many things on that power list, then it just becomes overwhelming. So you wanna think of the three to five, things that you have to do today in order to push your personal life forward your business forward just for you to be productive and do what you need to do and get ish done all right so that power list I told you this was going to be really quick but I want to give you some insights on what to do with the power list because all right we got three to five things on that list now let's say you have um, eating healthy on there Eating healthy is not specific, so that's not right for the powerless. It's not what goes on the power list. Now, it's not going to either be, all right, today I'm going to eat an apple because, you know, if you eat an apple, then you're going to go and mess up later. So that's not going to be on the power list either. If you're trying to stick to, let's say, a nutrition regimen and you're eating, let's say, every three hours, so that's going to be five to six meals, your powerless thing is going to be eat five meals good meals now you define what that is but that's what your powerless is going to be it's not going to be healthy it's going to be specific eat five good meals that means that you didn't cheat today so at the end of the day you get to check that off and guess what there you go you got one thing that you know is difficult for you to do um for example for me uh, they're recording this podcast right now. It's on my power list for today. I put that um, making new connections, reaching new contacts and networking. That is on my power list because that is one of the things that I avoid doing, even though I know it's for my own good and for my own growth. Um, following up with others is also on there. I'm not good with the follow up. I plan 100 things and don't finish. So different projects and tasks that I have open, I put to check in on two things. So basically do two major follow ups. That's on my power list for today. Um, I'm telling you guys just so you can have ideas and I hope you're doing it as we speak. I mean, we're not even, we're four minutes into this podcast and I feel like it's just so simple, but you need to do it. There's no purpose in listening to this and learning it. Like I said, like put the knowledge to action and that's where it's really powerful. So another thing on my power list that I was sharing with the girls this morning too, um, you could put things that are simple, like it could be reading because maybe reading is not something that you're consistently doing or that you fell off from so reading is going to be on it for me i have tonight bedtime routine with the girls and honestly for me too because i know that that helps me a lot yet i end up in the craziness it's freaking eight nine ten o'clock and we're all still awake and going crazy and i know that's not good for my kids so my daughter's bedtime routine is actually on my power list and i want that done today and I want to make sure I stick to it. So I'm developing that. Now, this is what I want to explain to you. As you go evolving, as things start becoming a habit, if I know, like I was saying, I'm not putting the greens on there because I know I drink it every morning. So that's a habit. But let's say the, let's go back to reading. If you lost the habit of reading and you want to get back into the habit of reading, you're going to put it on your power list. So once you develop that habit again, don't cheat yourself and keep reading on your power list because it's no longer something that you need to remind yourself it's it became a habit already so guess what now you have an opening for another thing that can help you elevate yourself which that might be um i don't know giving yourself like 10 minutes of self-care or maybe meditating i don't know add something else to your list that you know that you need all right or another good thing to have on there is exercise even if it's 10 minutes whatever it is just something that you know will make you better and that you want to develop as a new habit so that's pretty much the essence of the power list and how this is something that's indefinite and can grow with you the only thing is you need to Be able to hold yourself accountable and know, all right, this is on my power list. It's already a habit. Let me, you know take maybe it's not on my power list it's on your regular to-do list you know it, it, it becomes just a regular thing that you do every day that you schedule into your calendar if you like time blocking that's something that I'm also starting to do very um like consistently it's something that I did personally fall off on if I would admit but now I'm getting back to it and aside from my time blocking daily I'm adding this power list method and today was my first day doing it like I said I just found out about it this weekend I'm listening to that podcast and it's it's true that the things that are simple are the things that we avoid but we know they're good for us so let's go ahead and do it so I really hope you are encouraged to do your own power list again three to five things that you know you avoid doing but you must do in order for you to grow and move forward and most importantly just level up And as these things become habits, you're going to continue leveling up and adding new things to your power list. All right. So I know this episode was short and sweet, but please put the action behind it. Do not be an information hoarder. All right. We don't want information. We need transformation. Put the information to use. Put this new knowledge to use. And I promise it's going to help you. And I'm promising because I know it's going to help me, too. But I'll keep you guys updated on how it goes for me, because like I said, This is my first official day doing this power list. So yeah, if you found this episode helpful, go ahead and share the link with a friend. Take a screenshot, share it on social media, spread the love, help me spread this message. This podcast is all about helping others. Um, I know this is going to help a lot of moms because it it doesn't need to be said. All moms are busy, but I know a lot of us in general are busy. If we have jobs, if we have side hustles, and we're truly trying to make anything a priority or, you know, grow, we need to be organized step one is organization and I feel like this will help you so yeah like I said go ahead and share don't be greedy share the love spread the love and I'll see you guys next week on next week's beauty talk bye guys